Postman's been. Which one? Was it lovely young Jamie? Yes, although it seemed like he was in a bit of a hurry today. He just threw the letters on the doorstep and ran off. Oh, I adore Jamie. The golden boy in the blood-red van. Royal Mail's bright young hope. Peter, anything interesting in there, Maureen? Mm, just bills, it seems. Oh, nothing worth reading, then. Just chuck on the par with the others. Guys, bills are very useful bits of information. They allow us to budget for the future, to assess... Oh, when... We'll be talking about blue sky thinking next. Yes, well, we'll all be doing some blue sky thinking soon if we don't get that roof fixed, Peter. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Well, there is something a bit more interesting in here. Wow, Peter. It looks like you've been offered an honorary degree. Son of a white hen. What marvellous news. A day, no, a week of celebration. Let joy be unconfined. Close the museum. We haven't opened up yet. Yes, can we try and start opening the museum on time? I don't know how often I have to say... Let's see that letter, Maureen. Who's conferring this honour upon me, Julian? This is our friends in the New World, Harvard, Yale, Princeton. A little close to home, actually. Oxford, the Dreaming Spires, Cambridge, the Rational Rooftops. Uh, not Oxbridge, Peter. Mais oui, la Sorbonne. École normale supérieure. Uh, no, not France. Please just tell him. Uh, UCL, Peter, they want to present you with an honorary degree for your services to literature. Ah, Quite the institution I'd hoped for, but still, let's not forget, UCL is one of the capital's most distinguished institutions. Ah, no, Peter, not University College London, the University of the Central Lakes. I'm sorry? Oh, yes, I think you meant to call it UCLAC. There was a court case. I think the real UCL took them to court. Is UCLAC the one that was a teacher training college for special needs? Yes, but for teachers with special needs. A dog went there. I saw it on Look North. It was someone's guide dog, but it passed the exams and got a degree. <laughs> Peter, are you OK? <laughs> UCLAC! UCLAC! I'll have to let them know, Peter. It's it's this Thursday. Gosh, that's soon. Maybe someone else has dropped out. Hey, you'll have to wear one of those funny hats, Peter. Like the guide dog on the news. What did I do to deserve this? It's as though my entire life's been a complete waste. Well, has it? Well... Oh, don't all speak at once. In fact, no. Close the museum immediately. Burn it to the ground. Peter, where are you going? To my bedroom. Don't even think of coming after me. And I mean it this time. Regarding the degree, uh, do we think that was a, a yes or a, or a no? Plum House by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. Episode 3, Black Pudding. He's still in bed. Alan's gone to check on him. He's taking it quite badly, I'm afraid. It's an honorary degree, not a death sentence. We should have read in the small print. You get 5% off at Bargain Booze in Kendall. I must admit, even for Peter, this reaction seems a little dramatic. Has he been under any other stress recently? Well... Now, go on, Maureen. Well, you know how you've forbidden Peter from doing any media appearances... Since the countryfile incident. Oh, Adam Henson kindly agreed to drop the charges. Well, when you and Emma were messing about in London Sorry, last uh, week... begging head office to continue our funding. Mm. I'll let Peter go on the radio. You did what? Just local radio, BBC Cumbria. They rang up desperate for a guest. I didn't think it'd do any harm. Oh, God, Maureen, what happened? Here, I taped it. I thought we might be able to sell a few cassettes afterwards. My castaway this week on Derwent Water Discs is Peter Knight, curator of a place called Plum House, which is dedicated to something called a, a George Pudding. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Uh, you see, that's your first boo-boo. He was a great 
poet and not a dessert. Right. This is a common misconception among the semi-literate. Mm, yeah. and, and he was a, a real person, was he? I fast-forward this bit. Yeah, it's a great show. Do want water discs. But after so many years of it, there's not many local people left for them to interview. The presenter, Steve Clegg, he gets on with everyone. Well, except... Well, obviously, he never forgot his maternal grandmother, Ellen Cumpsty, who was always Lee's Peter for the love of God. C can you just tell us what your first selection is? Ah, yes. A folk music of any kind. Right, you like that, do you? I don't. I despise it with all my heart. So why do you want to take it with you to a lovely island in the middle of Derwentwater? Yeah, see, we didn't really understand the concept. No, I'm afraid we don't have Alcan's symphony for solo piano. Perhaps I could sing another of George Pudding's oh. own compositions instead, then. Please don't sing another one. Oh, where's that bit? Get off the control panel! How many times we just play the extracts? That's the problem with you and your odious ilk, Steve, isn't it? Anything for an easy life. Jen, please, get security. Let me tell you this, Peter. In all my years of presenting this show, I've never had to deal with such a, a, a difficult and boring man. I'm sorry? What? Peter, wake up and smell the coffee. All this George Pudding stuff you wasted your entire life. <sighs> And now it's uh, Bill Withers with a lovely day. When I wake up in the morning, love. I'm sorry. I know. I shouldn't have let him go on the radio. Never again, Maureen. Alan brought him back and Peter, well, he just sat in the chair and said nothing for the rest of the day. Peter! Nothing! Oh, maybe it's a little more serious than we first thought. Any luck, Alan? How was he? Still furious? He says he won't get out of bed. Yeah, you can take your crash helmet off now, Alan. Oh, uh, he says he won't get out of bed. He's still throwing things. I think we're going to have to try something different to get him out of bed. Tom, I think we might need to open the black trunk. Uh, what's the black trunk? Come on, it might be easier to show you. Oh, I'm really not happy about this. Peter said it was only to be opened in the rarest of emergencies and by me, secret guardian of the black trunk. <laughs> Some secret guardian you were. You told us all about it within half an hour. It's a very prestigious role. Thought it best to mention it. Give it here. I'll open it. No, it's only to be opened by the appointed custodian in the event of Peter's death or, or near death. Just get it unlocked then. Right, fine. Yes. Uh, um, is anybody missing the key? Oh, Alan, do you think you can pick the lock? Ooh. Hey, there's nothing like a hammer for opening a locked box, is there? But quiet, everyone. There could be anything in here. Oh, it's just a lot of dusty old papers. What are all these bound books? The Dark Knight Rises, the autobiography of Peter Knight. Ah, that is just volume one. He's on with the sequel now, Knight in Shining Armour. I think he finally starts prep school in volume three. Aha, his will. I hope I get some after years of putting up with his... What? Give that here. What, what do I get? Don't snatch. I'll let you have a read after me. Right, Maureen, I am in charge. Don't pull or you'll tear it. Oh, you're ripping it now. Get off me. But, but Maureen, come here. Plumhouse, dignified as ever. I'll go and get the hoover. Yeah. Wait, what do you think this is? Hmm. Looks like a business card, maybe for a pub or something called the Black Dog. Yeah, but look on the reverse. In case of mental emergency, phone Dr Block and there's a telephone number. Hmm. Yeah, should we give this block a call? 
And say what? Sorry to bother you, but our curator's sulking in bed because he's been offered a free degree from a local uni. Oh, yeah, we found your number at the bottom of a secret trunk and... Hello, got... is that Dr Block? State your problem. Uh, I'm calling from Cumbria, from a place this called... This is about Peter Knight, yeah? How did My you... My train shall arrive tomorrow at 11.23am. Send the car to pick me up. Auf Wiederhören. Right, well, I guess he's on his way. Dr Block? I am the only passenger at the station, therefore your deduction is quite correct. <laughs> OK. Hop in. I'm Emma, by the way. You're an attractive woman, Emma. And from the turn of your key in the ignition, I should say also extremely competent. But this is never recognised at Plum House, no? You feel underappreciated. Yeah, OK. Well, thanks for that. But I'm not the one we need your help with. No offence intended. You see, I am the top psychiatrist to the academic profession. Not, you understand, to the rank and file, only to the very best. And I only take on cases that interest me. Germaine Greer trashing a branch of Waterstones when she tires of a book signing. Brian Cox's cold, sweating nightmares about the inevitable heat death of the universe. Will Self suddenly realising no one likes him. So why are you taking Peter's case on, then? He's hardly in that league, is he? Two reasons. Firstly, friendship. I have known Peter for many years, since a chance encounter in an East Berlin discotheque, where, despite the loud music and frenetic dancing, we were able to discuss at length the origin of consciousness in the breakdown of the bicameral mind. And secondly, his field of interest. I believe he might be suffering from pudding syndrome. Pudding syndrome? Sounds like when Maureen's on a break from Weight Watchers. No. Pudding syndrome is a sudden ontological emptiness that overwhelms the sufferer on the realisation that they have, well, wasted their entire life. I see. From your well-worn identification badge, I should say you have been at Plum House a number of years, so you should be very careful. I mean, you wouldn't want pudding syndrome as well, would you? <laughs> yeah, well, don't worry about me, mate. I realised I'm wasting my life years ago. Hello, Dr Block. I'm Tom. I called yesterday. Thanks so much for coming. Hmm, even from the grip of your handshake, I'm sensing you were starved of affection when younger. So are now doomed to spend your life running round like a little puppy dog, repeatedly pawing at the leg. Yes, but it's great to meet you. Don't. I've already had a whole car journey of this. How's Peter? Not good. I took him up a cracking jam sandwich earlier, but he hardly noticed. All he seems to be able to say is pudding and why. Then we must hope I am not too late. Peter may soon be lapsing in and out of consciousness, suffering from all manner of delusions. Speaking of which, where is Peter's wife? She's on one of her, um, extended breaks. Hmm, very wise, very wise. Well, do not contact her. The last thing we need is the complication of another woman round here. Charming as ever. In fact, would you be a good girl and make me a cup of tea? Right. I think I've had quite enough of this guy. If you'll excuse me. She didn't even ask you if you wanted a biscuit. No biscuits. I am a man without vices. My body is, as they say, a temple. Now come, take me to the patient. I do not mean to alarm you, but Peter's mind hangs in the very balance. Peter, we've got a visitor for you. He's not good, Tom. Never seen him like this. I can see that. He's wazzed his lunch at the wall. Honestly, it took me ages to make that jam butter. Everyone, move back, please. Let us not crowd the man. <coughs> Peter, old friend. It is always good to see you, but not under these desperate circumstances. Why, Block? Why? Shh, shh, shh. Keep calm, Peter. You must rest. How are you feeling, Peter? We're all very worried about you. What does it all mean, Block? 
Tell me I didn't waste my life. Peter, please just close your eyes and rest. Can't. Can't. Look. Well, listen carefully to my voice. It sounds so calming, doesn't it? So gentle, so soothing. And five and four and three and two and one, geh schlafen sofort. Hey, wow. You'll have to teach me that method. It'd work a treat on shoplifters, that would. What can we do to help him, Dr Block? The first thing I need you all to do is to show Peter that while there are those outside Plum House who do not appreciate him as he would like, he is truly loved here by all of his colleagues and friends. So, who wants to go first? Um... A quick compliment from everyone to slip into his subconscious? Well, uh... uh... Well, I mean, I've always admired uh, Peter's generosity of spirit. Some generosity? He didn't even include me in his will. I mean, I don't think he did. It was quite hard to tell in the end, with it being ripped into all those little pieces. <sighs> How about you, then, handyman? Are there any kind words you remember Peter saying to you? Oh, yes, I'll never forget this one time. He said... No, sorry, it's gone. OK, uh, Maureen, Maureen, you've known Peter a long time. There must be something you like about him. I used to like his appetite. But now he doesn't even have that. Surely one of you must be able to say something nice. If I was able to find ten people to say nice things about David Starkey, this should be a walk in the park. Oh, I'll go and get that. Has no one any kind words for Peter whatsoever? Uh, might be best trying a new approach, Dr Block. Hmm. Yes, all right. Um, we passed the room for the visiting school children before. The education room. Yes, uh, but haven't actually had any school groups since Peter put on a ventriloquist act for the kids that ended in tears for all concerned. You know, a ventriloquist dummy could be just the thing. All this fuss and nonsense over an honorary degree. To be fair, I've just been on UCLAC's website. It's even worse than we thought. You can do a degree in forklift truck driving. The first two years are just theoretical. OK, now, uh, do you see this dummy, Peter? This is a technique I developed when working with Simon Sharma after the unfortunate hostage incident in Hei Wai. Now, I want you to imagine this dummy is your younger self, Peter. Hello, older Peter. <laughs> See? Now, what advice would you give him? Never get married. Wow. Yes, that does feel like a bit of a breakthrough already, actually. Hello, it's me again, Peter. Younger you. And I was hoping you could tell us how you were going to... Oh! Get it off me! Right. Yeah, so, OK. Um, not even the dummy is working. Time for a new approach. Alan, a hand with this smock, please. Oh, what now? Hello? Tom? Julian? Dr Watts's face? Oh, it's just you. Well, good to see you too, Maureen. Well, I thought you were making that doctor a brew. He can make his own brew patronising git. Hey, you have to say, though, he does sound clever, doesn't he? Like one of them Nazis in Indiana Jones. I don't think he's anywhere near as clever as he thinks he is. And I've got a feeling I know just how to cheer Peter up after all. Was that a little smile from Peter? I think it was. This might actually be working. Nice one, Alan. He'll soon be back to his best. The simple act of a practical task, painting a garden wall, is acting as a gentle diversion from recent news. Looks like you find yourself a new handyman, Alan. What do you think? Oh, no. No, no. I mean, look at it. It's actually like someone's been cleaning a brush on a wall. He's missed a bit there. 
And chuffing, Ada. He spilled some on the floor. Yes, Alan, but Peter... Now, I don't agree with marking things out of ten, but if I did, I'd probably say one. Alan. <laughs> Mr Knight, I am sorry, but you are doing a terrible job. I failed again. I can't even paint the garden wall. Just stick to your own job, please, whatever that is. Be quiet, handyman, that is not helping. <laughs> Here you are. Can I have a word with everyone? Maybe a word without Peter. Don't worry, I'll stay and keep an eye on him. Just what any good deputy curator would do. I've got a new shipment of novelty tape. Peter, you don't have a second copy of your will anywhere, do you? So it was the university on the form before, wanting to know if Peter wants his degree. I have no doubt that if he gets better, then he gets better. He will want that degree very much indeed. Well, that's no good. They said it needs to be picked up today. Well, why don't you pop down the road and pick it up then, Maureen? And leave this loony bin. Gladly. Just watch my gift shop. Perhaps the handyman could go with you also. I feel like he might be hindering Peter's recovery. And not sort out this shoddy workmanship. It's beyond words. Please! Can you both just leave? <laughs> I have work to do. Oh, keep your hair on. Well, what you've got left... Come on, Alan. I'll make some fresh butties and a flask. Warm Ribena, please. <sighs> At last they leave. Is there anyone normal around here? Do you have any cigarettes, Tom? I, I thought you said your body was a temple. It's been a very long afternoon. Guys! Guys! He's, He's writing, writing something with the paint. paint! What is it, a breakthrough? It seems to be... Why? Pudding? Why? Peter, let's put the paint down, shall we? Come on, Peter. Peter, please. No, Peter, don't tip it over yourself, Peter. Peter! It's all gone a bit apocalypse now. Come on, Block. This has fast become the toughest case of my career. Yes, yes. Gentlemen, I have one final idea. Wow, look at that. I'd heard about these sliding doors, but seeing them in action is something else. Truly, we are living in the space age. Oh, they have them a little. There's a meat counter there that'll blow your mind. Hi, uh, welcome to the University of the Central Lakes. Can I help you? Hello. Maureen, can you do the talking bit? Oh, honestly. Yes, we're here for Peter Knight's honorary degree. Oh, gosh, Peter Knight. Oh, well, the ceremony's just started. Uh, we need to get you robed up. Let's walk and talk. Oh, no, we're just here to pick up the degree. Oh, I see. But unless the actual Mr Knight attends the ceremony, I'm afraid we're unable to hand it out. You see, half the reason we give the award out is that we'll have a prestigious visitor giving a speech to the students. Right. Well, go on, then, Peter. Introduce yourself. What? Oh, Mr Knight. Oh, I'm so glad you could make it. We actually get a lot of people turning our degrees down. No, I, I'm Shake not... Shake a hand, Peter. Oh, sorry about him. He's one of these academic types, you know. A bit shy. Well, this way. And have you got your speech prepared, Mr Knight? Uh, uh, I can't speak in public. I've only ever done it once, and that was just to say I don't speak in public. Don't worry. He'll think of something. Just speak about something you know. That's what they usually say, isn't it? You'll be absolutely fine. Just to be clear, I didn't go here. I actually went to a proper uni. Anyway, here we are. The robing room. Hmm. Just looks like a store cupboard. Yeah. As I say, I went to a proper uni. Please don't judge me on this place. I just work here. It's very nice indeed. There's a lovely catch on that door. Now, do you want to watch from the audience or sit on the platform with your husband? Let's get one thing clear, lovey. This man is not my husband. 
That's as good a job as I could do. Any paint still on him is, is just going to have to stay on him. We are about to try some shock therapy. Approach the edge of the water, Peter. Wait, no, you're not actually going to jump in, are you? It's freezing out here. Peter might get hypothermia. He might drown. Are you ready, Peter? Yes, absolutely. What's going on? Come on, Mark. You really think this is going to reset his mind? Any other ideas, boy? I was the one who got Mary Beard back on Twitter. I can sure as hell cure Peter Knight. I'm only asking. Just be careful with him. Right, Peter. Hold my hand. Ready? Sorry, what's going on? Try! Try! I wish I'd put some trunks on. This Dr. Block started looking a bit anxious himself, hasn't he? Well, I mean, Peter can drive anyone a bit mad. It's just, I, I don't think he had that twitch when he first arrived, didn't he? And although Melvin Bragg actually threatened us with legal action if we offered him an honorary doctorate again, I'm delighted to say we now have with us someone who didn't. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to introduce Peter Knight. Hello. I have a tool in my hand, if you can see at the back, a very useful tool, but we don't call it a digging device or an earth-moving thing or even a shovel. With a shovel, there's a curvature to the blade. It's What's he talking about? I'm not sure. Digging down. No, we call it a spade, because they say that you should always call a spade a spade. You need to make it a bit more relevant to the students. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, what am I trying to say? Be like the spade. If you're built to dig, then dig. If you want to shovel, shovel. If you were born a spade but want to be a shovel, um, oh, come and see me. I've got bits in my shed. <laughs> Whatever happens in life, you will still be you. So keep digging. Careful, mind, not too deep. You'll need a JCB for that. And don't forget to smile. Ugh, what a load of twaddle. And that's it. And thank you. Oh, Peter's gone oh. blue. At last, I have finally broken through, finally made him realise how vital his life truly is. The black dog has been chased away. I'm really awfully depressed, chaps. And now, very cold as well. Quiet, Peter. Um, sorry, Dr Block, do you think maybe we should call an end to these experiments? I I'm not sure really that they're helping. I think you've gone far enough, mate. Look, you're shaking too. <laughs> Have you any idea how hard it is to counsel the academic profession? They are not normal. They are not rational people like we are. So we are going up that mountain! No, you're not. This is insane. Come on, Peter, come with me! Stop! Everyone calm down. Oh, Emma, thank God. There's a different way to help Peter. Yes, why don't we walk barefoot on a barbed wire fence and put Shut our... up, you! Peter, I've scanned the first volume of your autobiography as an e-book. It's up on Amazon. And, well, it's actually doing really well. Look on the iPad. The Dark Knight Rises, ranked 2,087 by Amazon. Hang on, don't people think it's... Quiet, Julian. Peter, you're a best-selling writer with a book about your life and how you've devoted it to George Pudding. People do care about what you've done. How about that, Peter? Ha! You're reckless amateurs. You know nothing. Do you really think that one little electronic book will... A best-selling writer? Well, I'll be blowed. I always knew I had it in me. Hoorah! And indeed, huzzah! Peter, your tap. That is all it took? Oh, yeah. What exactly am I doing on this fell side? And why am I so cold? We'll get you warm. It's good to have you back. Come on, let's walk back to Plum House. 
after all I did, all I tried. Listen, I don't want to sound And what? Self-publishing a little book makes everything okay? I mean, no. Das ist nicht richtig. I mean, is that all I am good for? Trying to help other people? And then not even being good at it. No. No, it will not do. I mean, why? Why? What is the point of it all, huh? I am going up the mountain alone. And don't come and find me. And this time, I mean it. to get him on the train, OK? Poor old Block. I'm glad Mountain Rescue came as quickly as they did. It was quite tricky explaining why Block was naked. Oh, you know, Europeans. Honestly, I've seen more men undressed on the continent than I have clothes. I'm glad they didn't section him in the end. You know, he just needs a good rest. A lot of people say that after a trip to Plum House. Well, let's just hope if we do see him again, it's under more uh, normal circumstances. Yes, I um, gather I haven't been the easiest fellow to rub along with the past couple of days. It was unbelievable, Peter. The standard of that painting. But let's just say I'm back, feeling myself once more and couldn't be more chipper. Item one on the agenda, how is my internet bestseller doing? Internet's a word I don't claim to understand, but bestseller's one I very much do. I'm afraid The Dark Knight Rises has been withdrawn from sale. Why? What? Peter... Pending a legal challenge from Warner Brothers Pictures. But, but we can get it back on sale if we change the title. Oh, all right. What about Dub Me Night? It's a little phrase from Henry IV, always stuck in the old cheese box. Oh, and following a complaint from a reader, Amazon have actually recategorised it from true lives to comedy. I hope you don't mind, Peter. Oh, well, you know, that might... The best have thought this world little more than a pantomime. And I am being acknowledged by readers, decent people, proper people, which is honour enough. We'll have to organise a nationwide reading tour, signings in all the bookshops. Peter, it, it's an e-book. Right. Second item on the agenda, some mysterious graffiti, or rather, a graffito, singular, if you please, has appeared on our garden wall. It simply says, why pudding why in big black letters? Such an outrageous desecration of this proud nation's cultural fabric cannot be allowed to stand. But you did it. And I will give my bottom a damn good thrashing later, you can be sure of that. But we can't have visitors seeing that. Some Japanese tourists quite liked it, I... I told them it was a Banksy. So, Alan, I need you to go and clear it up at once. No. <gasps> but why? Because I've got an honorary degree. Ha-ha! <laughs> it's true, he has. What? You should have seen the students. They loved him. Some of them put the speech online. He's gone viral as well. Another internet celebrity. Some of them are having me back, aren't they, Maureen? Who are they again? I, I was a bit confused. The GBLT Society? Something like that. He struck a chord with a lot of the students when he said that it didn't matter if you were a shovel or a spade. They'd made him their cisgender person of 2018. Whatever that means. Well done, Alan. We're all very proud of you. What, maybe Peter should go and repair his own graffiti, then? I'd still like to do the painting, thank you very much. Just because I am officially the cleverest person at Plum House... Uh, steady on. ..doesn't mean I won't be continuing to do repairs and, um... Oh, what's the word for, like, fixing old stuff? Restoration. Yes, that. I must say, a curator who's written a best-selling internet book, a handyman with an honorary doctorate... And a German visitor who came to help us out and lost his mind in the process. What an interesting and talented bunch we are at Plumhouse. I think we almost deserve the day off, if not the entire week. Somebody close the museum. Have we actually opened yet? Plumhouse was written by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. It starred Simon Callow, Jane Horrocks and Miles Jupp, with Tom Bell, Piers Quigley and Louise Ford. 
Dr Block was played by Steve Pemberton, and the other parts were played by Alex Law and Sarah Dakin. It was produced by Sarah Cartwright and directed by Paul Schlesinger. It was a hat-trick production for BBC Radio 4. Mm-hmm.